Uh, I'm going to switch up the song dissection a little bit here. Usually we do songs that are focused on like racial issues, like apart from Stan, we did Stan, and um, the sequel to that, whatever that is. But usually it's racially or politically focused. We're going to switch it up a little bit here and focus more on storytelling. This is going to be one of my favourite sort of story-based tracks. Murs is an excellent storyteller. He's very underrated. Uh, he only gets about 200,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. So, yeah, go check him out. He's very, very talented. Um, he definitely deserves more than that. And I do hope that I'm able to draw a little bit more traffic towards him with this. But this track is off the album The Iliad is Dead and The Odyssey is Over. Uh, I reviewed that one a while ago. The review was on this channel, so be sure to check that out if you're interested in this song. And yeah, this is one of my favourite tracks from that album. And before we get started with it, it is fictional. Uh, it could be based on someone he knows or something he's seen, but the exact events that are detailed are, you know, made up for the story. Um, they did not happen. But the track is about a woman who has just been dealt a shit hand in life, who has made some incorrect decisions in her pursuit to improve her situation. He starts the track by giving the listener some background information on her situation. Uh, absent father, crackhead mama, traditional recipe for childhood trauma, right into this world, so racist, so sexist. Uh, and then he says a lyric that I, I really, really like. Uh, sold into foster care, third ward, Texas. For the sake of this rhyme, let's just name her Alexis. But the story has many names faced on many frames. And I, I like that he mentions that this story has happened to multiple people. Like, this shitty situation isn't a one-off. It's actually quite common. Which, yeah, it, it makes the track a lot darker and heavier. Uh, he then goes on to describe her adolescent years. And without going into any detail, he mentions some events that would have scarred this woman and like, obviously would have had a massive effect on her. Uh, everything was bad, but got worse when her titties came. Shitty way to say it, but that's how they saw it. The predators and pedophiles that watch from the closet. They pose as her best friend, her boyfriend, her brother, her doctor, her lawyer, her pastor, her lover. She learned to trust no one other than herself. For survival, she sacrificed her mental health. So just saying the words, they pose as her best friend, her boyfriend, her brother... It, it doesn't really mean that much, but when you think about it more in depth, it's really fucked up. Like, obviously, after mentioning predators and pedophiles, the listener is told that the people only want her for that, opposing as nice people all around her. And if you think about the roles in life that they're portraying, it's really dark. Like, her boyfriend, the doctor, her pastor, even her brother, that's... Yeah, he then starts to go into detail about what decisions she began to make, and it's at this point in the track where it really crosses over into depressing territory. So if you're listening to this with children around, pause it, kill the children, and come back. He says, revealing clothing, her body on a shelf. She put it all out there except for how she felt. Her depression was hidden, expression forbidden, because men take advantage of vulnerable women, and she wasn't stupid, she used what she had to get what she needed and secure that bag. So she sort of detached herself from her body as a way to deal with what she's doing. And then that obviously then damages her mental health. He then goes on to say that she got more and more well-known in the area, got more and more clients as time went on. And some of these men tried to rob her, 
and do other things that may not have been in the original agreement. So she turns to a pimp, and the way that Moes describes this guy is far from a winner, but he's a scary guy, so he does a good job. Uh, Moes then goes on to say, sell sex in the US so no one protects you. So pimps and the pushers is who you connect to. Women, they judge you, they hate you, reject you. The oldest profession, yet no one respects you. And while I don't necessarily agree with prostitution, I talked about this last week in my song dissection of um, Brenda's Got a Baby by Tupac. I can't understand why it exists and why some people, you know, have to go down that path. Sometimes they aren't left with a choice. And there was actually an experiment done a while ago with monkeys. They were given, like, these big, like, shiny coins, like, in, like, an enclosure. And they were only given a certain amount. There weren't many of them, and eventually they started using it as currency. And as soon as, like, it was seen by the monkeys as currency, prostitution began. Like, monkeys were selling themselves to get one of these big coins. So, like, obviously not comparing, you know, prostitutes to monkeys. It's more so, like, you know, it's a natural thing to do. It occurs anywhere. Like, it's, yeah, if you need currency, that is sort of a, a natural decision to arrive at, you know? It just, it makes sense to to arrive at that decision. But yeah, to me, in a perfect world, prostitution wouldn't exist. Um, and neither would the reason for needing to do it. Um, but yeah, many reasons exist. So in turn, it does. But then Merz just turns the darkness up to a 40. Like it was at an 8 before, 10's the max. Now he's gone to fucking 40 with this bitch. Uh, he's taken the, the decisions that this girl is making and just giving us the absolute worst case scenario with them. So you deserve to be held captive, trapped in the basement with a sadistic bastard. Half of you desperate, the other half scared. You don't ask for help, you think no one will care. They'll look at you, say that you chose to be there, like you chose to get raped because the clothes that you wear. Which is a very fucked up way of thinking. I can understand the thought process of revealing clothes will make a man look more and think more about that, which I, I guess is fair. Um, like, I think it is true for me. I'm definitely going to notice a chick more in a bikini than one in a t-shirt. You know, I think that's just natural. But the clothes a woman chooses to wear does not dictate the actions of a man. That's purely up to the man. Um, there is no way that a crop top makes someone think, I need that and I'll break every law to get it. And, like, honestly, I don't think at that point the guy cares what the girl is wearing. You know, if he's willing to to do that, he'll do it regardless of what the girl's wearing. But yeah, anyway, back onto the song. Luckily, the man then blesses us with a happy ending. Uh, in the house where there's guns and there's dope everywhere. Why not use those tools to snatch hope from despair? She tied around her neck, made a cape out of sheet, became a superhero when she shot him in his sleep. And then there's a nice little outro, like a woman singing, yeah, as she flew through the street. So like she's managed to escape. So yeah, it, it's not a song filled with excellent wordplay. The beat isn't incredibly hard. There's no, you know, tough lyrics about cocaine and bringing the smoke in. Uh, it, it didn't happen, and there's no actual message there. It's just telling a story. Like, sure, you could extract a message out of it, but that's up to each individual listener. It's not what it's there for. It's there to tell a story, and it does it really well. So yeah, if that's your thing, definitely check the track out, and others by Murs as well. Uh, because this is what he does well. Um, another great storytelling track from that same album as well is Sin, so be sure to check that out. And uh, just to top it off as well, I will play the first few seconds of the beat, because it it is really nice. Like... <laughs> 
Oh, that is really nice. Like, it's just simple. It's all it needs to be. You know? I'll, I'll skip a little bit in so you can hear me. He's got a really good voice for storytelling. No one respects you. But yeah, it's quite nice. It uh, features Heather Victoria sort of throughout at times and then right at the outro, like I said. I don't know how long I've been talking about this now, but it tells a very big story and it's three minutes long. Even just listening to me, you kind of like it. It's only three minutes of your time. Go check it out. It's far better than how I can describe it. And yeah, definitely just give Merz a listen in general. He's incredibly talented and he deserves the recognition for sure. But I hope I managed to convince you. Uh, if not, just do it anyway. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'll see you uh, tomorrow for some new sneakers. And if all goes to plan, I'll update you if it doesn't. But if all does go to plan, Tyler will be back. So it'll be the two of us doing the show as per usual. So we'll see you then. That's a wrap.